Hello and welcome to the podcast. Support us by subscribing and sharing. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and all that jazz. Walking in backwards is not my co-host. Uh, it's the other guy on the podcast. All that jazz. <laughs> I nearly ruined your intro because of all that jazz. Uh, Craig. Yeah, that's your name. And uh, not diddling kids. It's me, Adam. Uh, you're listening to Good Pleasure Cinema. One of the things you've been told so far is a lie. Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure, Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure, Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure Cinema. Alright, welcome back. Uh, Happy New Year, Craig. Happy New Year, buddy. How are you? I'm alright, mate. How was your shindigs? Uh, Did you get up too much? Did you get uh, drunk and fall out of a cab? Not this year. Not this Uh, year? No, this year we decided to light a fire in the back garden and mm-hmm. watch all of our neighbours light their fireworks instead of doing anything fancy with a couple of bottles of wine. It was lovely. Oh, so committed arson. Yes, That's, absolutely. Uh, always a great way to kick in uh, 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had a pretty chilled one this year. Uh, it was quite nice. Uh, Finsbury Park, right at the top of the penthouse. Nice. Uh, is where Helen's brothers live. And... Yeah, pretty awesome, man. Getting to see the fireworks in a more like a almost like a three sixty yeah. view of London. I, I did laugh at the fact that everyone went down to uh, to the bridge uh, by the Thames to uh, watch the fireworks, only to uh, mortify that is actually happening in Greenwich this year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. Literally, just oh, fair. I I kind yeah. of shut myself off from London a little bit at the moment. It's quite nice. Yeah, I get that as well. It's uh. It, it's quite nice to actually just have a bit of a chilled out one this year because mm. um, were you there that day or the, when I say that day uh, that year when I introduced Helen to the rugby lot and the North Coast no no I no. wasn't because I, I, I tell you about Helen that. when you guys came and lived with me for that little spell yeah oh is that, where, is yeah. that when you first met I'm oh, confident okay. it is and sorry Helen if not but yeah I think so <laughs> oh okay fair enough uh, so with this, we were invited to a part, uh, a wedding actually, on New Year's Eve. And as it got closer to midnight, uh, a lot of the rugby lads were down in a north coat. So I said to the uh, to the bride and groom, I was like, "I'm hey, out of here." It was a little. I felt a bit bad about it because I was just like, "Look, we 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 come to your lovely wedding. We're having a great time at your reception, but we, you know, when you just like sometimes you're at a wedding and you like." you only know them but yeah. you don't know anybody else you're like well okay you're spending time with your family now so how about we just fuck off down the road and go to the pub and get smashed absolutely yeah plus the free so, bar at the wedding had emptied and the canapes were running dry so. well that was the thing that was you know the incentive to stay you know what I mean <laughs> and that's how much it meant to me to get the fuck out of there yeah wow okay <laughs> so uh, we rocked down to the north coat and I remember Del being there I remember uh, Connor being there and I vaguely rich. remember other people. Probably Rich yeah. was there. Um, I, I I assumed you would be there as well, but obviously you weren't. No, no, I'm um, not quite one of the usual suspects. But <laughs> so uh, somebody decided to ply Helen with uh, every single shot behind the bar, and uh, she started to get a little bit irritating towards midnight <laughs> uh, because she started to lose her footing. And then I managed to flag down a cab, like you know when everyone's like piling out of the pub, yeah. uh, kind of like just at, like pub close, right? Midnight's happened, get the fuck out. Yeah. And I managed to somehow flag like the only cab that was walking, uh, that was uh, walking, <laughs> that was coming down the road on uh, Northcote Road, and I piled Helen in there as we got to Stockwell Station just to get on the tube to go back to Finsbury Park because fuck was I paying for a taxi all the way back to North London. Again. Again. Um, and when she got on the tube, I was like, right, uh, packed, packed tube. Got to sit down, like the only seat that was available. I was like, right, sit there and don't move. <laughs> and you know when you can just tell that someone is on the verge of absolutely blowing? Yes. Um, yeah, the smile's so there, I'm, but the eyes are screaming. Oh yeah, the eyes are just glazing over, rolling back like a like a doll's eyes. <laughs> yeah, and um, and yeah, oh, just she just proceeded to projectile vomit and uh, proceeded to throw up onto the guy next to her Excellent. as well. So it covered this guy's lapping sick as well. Now the tube is fucking packed, 
and so everybody's kind of surrounding her so nobody kind of really saw her doing it even though <laughs> I thought it was fucking obvious yeah the guy oh, absolute st- like saint of a dude just looks at me and was just like <sighs> it just sighs and he's just like you know it shrugged the shoulders it happens yeah. and I was just like I still think about that guy absolute absolute ledge he tells that story uh, at dinner parties for sure oh no doubt um <laughs> And or, or I what's it, drew... like a Tinder or Bumble, like what's your proudest moment? Like I once didn't get angry at Helen for throwing up on me on the tube. He got her name in this story, <laughs> I guess. But I, I then obviously picked her up and like literally sort of frog marched her off the tube. But I just said like in you, you know, you can imagine almost like in a sitcom and someone's just like, Hey, what the hell's that? Just at the doors closing and then people just screaming like, <laughs> Oh my god, look at that sick on the floor. Excellent. Yeah, and that was the night that I that's the night you realised you loved her (laughs) I said I don't think we're ever ever going to do anything like that ever ever again (laughs) and I think we've tried to stay very uh, humble in our New Year's Eve celebrations I I, I never had a crazy (laughs) New Year's I can think of yeah you never had a a Linda Blair kind of esque moment (laughs) good reference Always good reference. Power of the Northern Line compels you. Um, <laughs> speaking of child actors. Oh, yeah. Is that, no, was that a segue? Is that a good segue? Hey, I don't I'm know. Edit it to make sure, make it sound like it was <laughs> Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Yeah, uh, Moonwalker, nineteen eighty-eight. It's the uh, PG movie starring the one and only. Uh, it's actually an anthology movie by definition, uh, starring Michael Jackson in his prime, combining a number of music videos from his best-selling bad album with a fantasy tale of Michael's confrontation with a ruthless drug dealer known as Mr. Big. I'd like to suggest that when bad got released, every journalist, every Michael Sheen in the world (laughs) thought they were the cleverest dick, like bad, pretty good as their review. I would suggest that that was on like (laughs) 8 out of 10 music reviews. Oh yeah, 100% some absolute hack journalism. (laughs) Not so bad so bad it's good sorry okay i'll stop yeah please <laughs> but i love a god craig uh if you've never heard of me walker or michael jackson where have you been living all your life uh we'll play or roll trailer for you right now he comes from a place beyond the stars to take them to a world beyond their dreams from his soul comes the music from his heart comes the beat now from the imagination of Michael Jackson comes a movie like no other. hardcore number one that's the worst trailer i've ever seen i know that we never talk about the trailer we're just like here it is listen to it whatever catch play with the movie that trailer might give me nightmares do you remember not the band the talking heads but the tv show talking heads which is like weird claymation puppets with big lips and Uh, they're kind of lampooning british celebrities in particular there might be some. Do you mean spitting image? Is it spitting image? Oh, for some reason. Okay, yeah, spitting image. Then it's not talking heads. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So spitting image. It was. Oh. I'm happy to leave that mistake in because I've never watched a second of it. <laughs> I just kind of know it exists. Spitting image. Um, talking. Uh, uh, claymation puppets going on, 
in and around Michael yeah. Jackson doing like a David Bowie man who fell to earth thing with Joe Pesci yeah. wearing fucking sunbed glasses. Yeah, the the, the the claymation in this is pretty awesome. I always um always think of for me the best claymation is something like a Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV. I don't know if you ever watched that back in the day. No. Oh, that was absolute absolute gem of a TV show. Have you ever seen the claymation of The Simpsons? Couch gag. Oh, uh, the really dark being, one, and it's kind of like yeah, they do it. The the, uh, the your next. Parody. Yeah, that's. Fuck! I will watch that and just be like, yeah, you know what? My mind isn't so bad. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm kind of fluffy roses and caviar over here. This is some dark shit. It is terrifying. That thing. Uh, do you know the uh, director Jerry Kramer? Was he Seinfeld's neighbor? He was not. Uh, was he versus <laughs> Meryl Streep? No. Okay, I'm out of famous crimes. Uh Yeah, no. He's uh, he's pretty much a music vid guy, uh, so this is why okay. you know he's been brought on. He's done a number of uh, Rolling Stones and Michael Jackson vids. Uh, the main guy that you're gonna speaking of plastic heads with big lips, <laughs> the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Um, Colin Shivlitz, he's probably the more prominent director in this movie, so he does the uh, smooth criminal segment. He's also known okay. for uh, special effects directing and coordinating, so he's done X-Men, the 2000 movie. Uh, he okay. did the Superman, uh, so he did 1, 2 and 3, you know, from 1978 onwards. The Richard Donner That's ones. That's the one. And nice, nice. Uh, he also did a little bit later on things like uh, Shoot 'em Up. You remember that movie with Clive Owen? Yeah, I do remember that clearly. With there's the great and honestly, hats off to the screenwriter. Fuck you, you fucking bunch of fucking fuckers. <laughs> now that, you know, some people will spend hours writing a line. That guy nailed it first time. I never really understood why he's eating a carrot all, all the time in that. It's, it's. I think the joke is is that he can because he's eating the carrot. He can see well in the dark. Mm, he... I, I genuinely th- I don't I don't think that's a stretch I think if you look that up that's what the intention was okay, I, think. I will look that up Craig you know I will <laughs> or he's being a wascally wabbit you just don't know that's true I just always thought it was just meant to be like a kind of like a quirk you know let's give this guy a quirk uh, fuck it uh, what's he gonna eat uh, carrot fuck it yeah they, Go they with make it. Paul Giamatti a necrophiliac at a certain point in that movie do that, oh man! Yeah, we, did the we watch dead, the same movie? <laughs> yeah, he's he's next to the dead woman, and he just starts like undoing. It's a really dark moment. Undoing mm, it, just okay, we'll have to rewatch this like, movie. <laughs> uh, uh, what are we doing? And it's yeah, there, there's, I actually quite like that film. It's a proper guilty pleasure. That one. This one, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so the writer was uh, David Newman. Uh, probably uh, his notable work was working too on Superman, Superman yeah. one, two, and three. Quick. Uh, quick Quick pop it. quiz. Do you know who wrote the kind of screen story, not the screenplay, but the story for Superman? One of the people credited as writing the screen story for Superman. Go for it. Who is it? It's Mario Puzo, the writer oh. of the Godfather novels. Ah. Which, every time I think of him, I'm like, good. That is a man that branched out in what he was delivering. <laughs> oh, that's a good little uh, bit of knowledge there, a bit of facts bit of facts being thrown away i like it so where were you when michael jackson died i was at glastonbury festival oh really yeah. interesting who were you seeing at, at the time uh i think that was the year blur were there oh that's pretty cool mr david armor i think i found David out in between walking like walking between sets i think maybe i saw lcd sound system that year mm. as well um but you kind of heard the rumblings and then it was just spread like wildfire everyone checking their phones oh my god Michael Jackson's Michael Jackson's dead and then it was just a whole crowd of people kind of screaming it and people crying and you're just there like yeah. okay yeah yeah that happened you know what guys that happens in life it does uh, I remember working behind a bar in Clapham uh, at be at one and then some guy came up to me quite drunkenly just like shoved his phone in my face and was like oh Michael Jackson's just died I was like <laughs> I was like, all right, buddy, <laughs> like, you know, in the middle of like fucking making drinks. Yep. And uh, then I remember my manager um, turning off the music and actually making an announcement. Wow. And then uh, just to let you know, everyone, uh, Michael Jackson's passed away and then proceeded to play about like 20 Michael Jackson songs. Brilliant. Uh, but I always like the Frankie Boyle joke where he's like, where were you when Michael Jackson died? And it's like sending a joke about Michael Jackson dying which is true at the time because I remember the, as you said there were rumblings and I think everyone at the time was going was 
having a joke about Michael Jackson. I can't yeah. remember any of them, but uh, I mean, I don't know any about his death. I just know the great one, which is how does Michael Jackson pick his nose out of the catalogue? <laughs> Good joke. Thank you, uh, Craig. What is your top five Michael Jackson songs? Top five, I don't know. I can give you two of my top three, so my top two, I guess. Yeah, go on then. Uh, Beat it. Okay, you like Beat it? Yep. Dirty Diana. Okay. Apparently that, that's uh, and... Princess Diana's favorite uh, Michael Jackson song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Little fact always back at you. Uh, and bad. And you like bad. Actually, so you, you, bad. you quite really like, like the, I would say, the big popular Michael Jackson songs. I'm going to be that guy now. I Got don't on. think Thriller's all that. Okay. Well, you can log off here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it, you, know, you know what? It's the same thing as with Wayne's World and as with everything else. Mm. Thriller in and of itself is great. Yeah. But it's the crowd around Thriller that are making me go, no, I don't want to listen to that song now because now mm. I have to hear about someone talk about the music video and how terrifying it was the first time they saw it and how it... And how great it was they got Vincent Price. And blah, 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 blah. Like... <sighs> so what do you think was the better album? Do you think Thriller, Bad or Dangerous? Oh, I think Thriller's the best album. Oh, you think Thriller's the best song, album? Yeah, yeah, but the song Thriller in and of itself. It's like American uh, Idiot is probably the worst song on American Idiot. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's just my two cents. What's your favourite Michael Jackson songs? Um, I quite like uh, an array of Michael Jackson songs. So I quite like some of his like later work. Like When I say later work, I always kind of end it at Dangerous, really, that right. body of work. Um, so you've got things like Jam... Uh, black or white mm. uh, slightly older like Jackson 5 um, like Dancing Machine uh, the Jackson State of Shock and I do like it when he started his like solo album um, I think it was it was it Thriller actually when Working Day and Night oh I, I don't know maybe I don't know I, I like Working Day and Night as well I think that's a fucking sick song if anyone says oh I don't like Michael Jackson it would be like saying I don't like the Beatles there's such an eclectic range of stuff going on there mm. you can't categorically say you don't like all of it you can absolutely say oh I don't like Thriller as I did um, or I don't like Hey Jude as I don't um, <laughs> but you can't put those two you know you can't put Thriller next to let's say Ben or yeah. anything like that and go yeah that's that that's the same genre of song and so mm. yeah he's he's wonderfully eclectic he's got a whole thing going on personal life hey not for me to <laughs> inquire about don't speak ill of the that's dead, fair so. enough we've got to talk about joe pesci oh, uh, of course. who plays yeah. mr big in this movie so obviously best name for things like god uh goodfellas casino home alone home alone my yeah. cousin Vinny. yeah well this uh, is the thing and obviously this came out in 1988 two years prior to home alone i would have thought it would have been the other way round you do Home Alone Macaulay Culkin and he's just like hey MJ my buddy Joe Pesci would love a role in one of your next movies not you know what I mean yeah, maybe like, again maybe I, I just it's, it, I found it odd that 1988 Joe Pesci was in a is in a Michael Jackson movie <laughs> yeah he's he's, he, he's quite uh, he's got a very weird interesting hairstyle in this movie he's got a cool look and it's very kind of iconic, but he kind of he like... looks like a character from Tekken. He does, yeah. That's a great shout, actually. He's got this sort of like weird upside down ponytail. So like, how yeah. how's that holding up? Kind of as I've touched on here, uh, the film's received quite a lot of mixed reviews. Uh, critics praised the music, though complained that there was no plot, and it seemed like just a series of music videos tied together. I'm right. right. I'm right in thinking it's just Michael Jackson songs, right? Right. It kind of is, and it's it's a bit of a weird one. So with this, Michael Jackson uh, came up with an idea for a movie, and he took it to Warner Brothers, <laughs> right? Okay. And uh, due to some sort of distribution rights, because Michael Jackson wanted to own, uh, I think even Michael Jackson wanted to own distribution rights, they never actually released it in America in the cinemas, but it released internationally. So it did absolutely poorly at the box office. Brilliant. It only absolutely smashed it when it released on home video. And they also made an absolutely banging Sega Mega Drive game called Moonwalker as well, obviously based on the movie. Right. So I don't know if you ever... Did you ever have a Mega Drive when you were younger? I did have a Mega Drive. I played did the it? crap out of Sonic Micro Machines and all that other stuff. And you did, But you didn't have Moonwalker? No, I had Road Rash. Oh, oh Road Rash is sick. Road Rash um, is great. 
But I, I, Moonwalker was for me an absolute staple of the Mega Drive. It's such a good game. Um, for well, from what I remember, uh, you you played Michael Jackson all sorts of different various levels of. Um, and the music in the background was pretty solid. So you were in the Smooth Criminal video, you were in the Beat It, you were in the, the Thriller kind of graveyardy things, and then you oh they did... they managed to crowbar Thriller in, did they? Well yeah, yeah, of course they uh, did. Of course they did. <laughs> um, and then you were going around rescuing little girls that were hidden throughout the level. But yeah, no, it was awesome. And then you could do like a special move. You did like a big spin, and you're like pew, 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 like that. And then like the Tasmanian um, Devil like the Tasmanian Devil and then if you had enough like enemies on the screen at the time they were if you did the special move for long enough they would all start dancing with you and then they would all die at the end of the dance that was your special move yeah you know what you've you've totally sold me on (laughs) getting up the mate it's a a, a fucking weird game but it's banging and Uh, one of the things is I remember in the beat it level uh, they would have little dogs attack you and if you did the special move the dogs would start the, spinning chasing their they own would, they would, would they would the, dog, the dogs would start dancing it was amazing oh, it was a fucking awesome game uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find it for you um, so as I said obviously it did quite poorly uh, the budget was 22 million for this um, right. how much do you think it made back at the box office uh, the fact you said it did absolutely poorly 2.2 of his budget 2.2 million uh, it actually still made money uh, 67 <laughs> million so it actually tripled its budget I mean I've not seen the film but I'm going so to suggest that that is unnecessarily large it, it, that is the yeah. Dell Biggs of budgets right there <laughs> Okay, cool. So, right, enough uh, chit-chatting about Mr. Jackson. Let's go and dive into Moonwalker. Ready to go? Uh, yeah. Three, uh, two, two, one. one. I, I like how we still do the hands. Yeah, why, why do we uh, still do the hands? Jazz hands. <laughs> Stage freeze. Adam, what the fuck was this film? <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, okay, hardcore A, not a movie. Straight up, this no. this is not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> B, it's it's barely even a short film. Um, yeah. And see, I kept kind of, kind of trying to guess what this narrative was going to be. I kept being like, oh, okay, so we've now gone into the television, and the television's flying through space. So someone's in in space is going to like see this TV for some reason. And transport themselves down to Earth, and because I know at the end he turns into a spaceship. I knew before that he turned into yeah, a spaceship, yeah. so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> they're going to send someone down that's like I am Michael Jackson, but actually I'm a Transformer or something." <laughs> and I kept trying to guess like what is going on here, and then it gets to the uh, the bad but mm. with kids bit and I was like I'm never going to guess I'm never yeah, going to pre-guess I, where this movie is I going. think your first mistake was trying to link or try and make any sort of uh, connection or try and find any narrative within this uh, yeah as I said this is probably one of the main criticisms of it this was for me a bit of a staple uh, growing up and I actually really liked this video um, and I obviously didn't really care that it was not a movie for an extent um, my cousin Charlotte was probably one of the, you know, uh, like every probably teenage girl at that time, was one of the biggest Michael Jackson fans of all time. Mm. So for that, for that fact, I by osmosis had to watch yeah. all the Michael Jackson videos. So yeah. you watched the, you know, the, the Dangerous video, the Moonwalker video, yeah. all these things. And uh, with that, I always really liked uh, this video, and I like the movie aspects of it because. I thought the claymation kind of, uh, you know, when it gets into the speed demon bit, it's fucking awesome. It's actually really well done. Again, and... I've got no problem with... I mean, to be honest, if that was the start of the film, mm. I'd have yeah. been in. But they do yeah. this, like, sweeping, like, the start of Back to the Future where we're seeing a load of, like, the Michael Jackson retrospective stuff. Mm. And for some reason, he's got photo frames that change image. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Just fucking have more photo frames in shot, <laughs> and then 
it's what the history of the Jackson Five or mm. something. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely touch on some of the the, the beats a little bit more. Um, I. I, I kind of get when if you was to sit down with someone and say, Oh, have you ever seen Moonwalker? And you probably, if you weren't into Michael Jackson, uh, like, you know, that uh, like late 80s, early 90s, you probably like missed out on the hype. It's like, it's incredible thinking that that guy was the phenomenon that he was and he could turn around and be like, oh, I want to make a movie. And then if you were at that time, if Michael Jackson approached you and it's like, hey, I'll. I want to make a movie. Uh, yeah. You'd be like, "Yeah, fucking cool." Yeah, shut up um, and take my money. Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, Michael Jackson financed this movie all by himself. Okay, which so makes that, more sense that, now. Don't, don't <laughs> That's cool. That yeah. is straight up cool. But drop in the ocean, so psh, you know, mm. it's not as if it was Avatar and it cost three hundred million, and took twenty years. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. twenty million dollars, which again, like, I'm speaking quite flippantly, but twenty million dollars to him is nothing. Oh, I can he imagine not, not at this catalog. time. Yeah. This, this this is quite correctly as you put it yeah drop in the ocean kind of so for him. it's great it's awesome that he financed it himself and that is partly why i think it makes no fucking sense yeah for but, for me like looking back on it now it is a complete like uh circle jerk it's a real like yeah. look at me wank me off i'm michael jackson and, and you know what don't get me wrong he's earned that yes he's that's 100% it. earned it it's batshit banana bonkers bullshit it's like okay i mean i can't i can't dwell on too much of it but Mm. the the video and i can't remember which one it is but it's uh is it uh make the world a better place or so yeah you've got uh, martin luther king nelson mandela mother Teresa, comparing michael jackson to all these prominent civil rights well it could be argued couldn't it i mean like how how much good did he do like for things like you know um What's what? What's the second song that he put together? The uh, it's not Live Aid song. Is it Live Aid? The Earth song. Is it the Earth song? No, not the Earth song. You know the, not Heal the World. Is it? No, not Heal the World. Heal the World. Make Uh, it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Because uh, no, not that one. Uh, (laughs) You sing like Eric Cartman. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Um, Fucking. But you're right, you can totally argue, you and I can totally argue, Michael Jackson, civil rights activist, changed the world as uh, for how people viewed many things. You can't say that about yourself, and you can't then compare yourself to Jesus. One dude in the past compared it to Jesus, and they're not allowed in Southern America anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, it's We Are The World. We Are The World. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't do wonderful things. I'm saying don't put yourself on a pedestal like that. Let other people do it for you. Well, I would say Michael Jackson is probably a better person than Mother Teresa. Uh, <laughs> what? what? Uh, no, elaborate on that one, please. Well, Mother Teresa was, uh, uh, you know, when she died, it all sort of came out that she was uh, an absolute fucking psycho. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not and saying yes or no. She was, like, denying people, like, medical treatment because uh, so, she believed that the uh, pain and suffering was kind of, like, enacted by god or something like that uh, okay i so, mean if that's true then hey okay well, it's suffering the suffering brought you closer to god or something like that mm. okay well you know and let's not also forget that nelson mandela was a terrorist and there's a reason why he was locked up for 27 years the fact years. that you've said that after <laughs> taking a deep swig out of a can and i assume that's energy drink it doesn't matter from here it, <laughs> it, it, it looks, looks like, like a can of Stella. <laughs> It looks like Stella. That is the most like bloke thing you've ever done. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got nothing to say about this opening 40 minutes. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. the thing. That's a so, hardcore 40 minutes. Yeah, so um, so with that, let's just jump through that 40 minutes real quick because we won't really give that much time to it. Um, just, you're right, just yeah, man. Quick in the context. Mirror. Just quick context for yeah. anyone who's not in the know, and I'll bring it up all the time. But. Toy Story was 77 minutes. This is 40 <laughs> minutes of nothing. Yeah, the first segment, uh, that's what we're kind of talking about a little bit with the uh, uh, Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, Mahatma Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Jesus Christ, all that other shit, um, all thrown in. All that and other shit, yeah. All that other shit, you know what I mean? Uh, and then you've got the retrospective, that's where it's that 10 minute segment of, it's kind of like a biological uh, film about the Jacksons covering the early years. From Jackson Five until the Bad World tour, I believe. Yeah, they're really going then... through the ABC of it. Ah, very nice. Thank very you. good. Yes. Very good. Yes. I, I acknowledge your your joke there. 
Um, and then you then jump into the badder segment. Uh, so this is the, I, I would say out of that, the, the third segment, parody of the music video, Bad, when we talk about uh, Martin Scorsese there. Yeah, so Martin uh, Scorsese directed the Bad video. I feel like this quote-unquote parody of that was used the kids because they could they didn't want to give Martin Scorsese any royalties. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe. What do you do? You get royalties for he he would get a portion if they used any of his videos, starring Wesley Snipes as well. Um, mm. that, just quickly, I, I mentioned that "Bad" is one of my uh, favorite Michael Jackson songs. Is partly yeah. because of this video with Wesley Snipes saying, "Michael <laughs> Jackson, you're not down, you're not bad," and Michael Jackson dancing around him, and Wesley Snipes just going, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and the, just the idea that Wesley Snipes has at all ever been intimidated by Michael Jackson is brilliant. Um, mm. But yeah, no, Scott, Martin Scorsese did the, that music video, which makes sense in, te- in terms of like, you know, he did Dylan and the Stones. Yep. And so it, in the mid 80s, if you're going to get a director to do a music video, it's either him or Spielberg. And hey, Steven Spielberg appears in this film, sort of. He does, um, sort of. But you would <laughs> you would have to give some money to Martin Scorsese to be like, oh, you did this, and we're using segments of it, so here, have some cash mm. But if we do yeah. it with kids, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck them kids. Uh, so Speed Demon, that's the kind of uh, the next section that the badder video leads into. So Michael Jackson and his uh, crew walk through a big sort of billow of smoke out onto the... Uh, sort of film lots. Yeah, it's a it's a Hollywood film lot where all around them are tours going on with these mm. fucking. I said talking heads. They're not talking heads. They're. Uh... Have you ever been to like a, a a big film studio lot like that? Not uh, for tourist purposes. Well, no, just in general. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, totally, you, yeah. 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 Uh, which ones have you been to? Uh, Pinewood and Elstree. Ah, yeah, I've been to Pinewood as well. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to go to America and then go to Hollywood and go to all these big studios and see that sort of shit. It's totally not for me. It's hundred percent not my cup of tea. That I don't oh, know really? why. Okay. Yeah, don't know why. I've always just looked at it and been like, yeah, pass. I would. Well, I think it'd be interesting to go as someone who is quite heavily involved with film to go see where you know big Hollywood movies are made I think what it is is like because you when you went to the States you did a film location tour yeah I definitely wanted to go see some of the the landmarks in movies uh, that are quite dear to me around New York so I went to like you know Ghostbuster Firehouse I managed to the uh, the Plaza Hotel um, which I'm pretty sure it's called something else maybe I don't know um well, I can't even fucking remember now. But, but uh, oh, that, I went to Coney Island. Yeah, of course, that's cool. That for me is like because they exist within the world, and we're putting a world within a world, and that all exists. And Coney Island, in particular, it's 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 all there. It's not fake. Mm. Whereas if you put me in a Hollywood film lot, I would just be like, oh, and I know that obviously, but the shark in Jaws <laughs> isn't real, or something like that. And it's yeah. very like it's similar to when I went to Disneyland. And you see see the magic cast, and you're just like, "Eh, all right, I guess that's it. It was (laughs) the the mystique was kind of lost. Whereas if I went to Philadelphia, I'd climb the shit out of those steps. Yeah, I yeah, that that was actually one of my bucket list Mm. uh, accomplishments. Running up those stairs, I'd also try and find the Liberty Bell and see who cracked it. Oh mate, do you know what the Liberty Bell is so fucking disappointing? Of course it is. it's fucking a. It's fucking small, and it's like a gajillion people like drowning to it. It's kind of like it's got the Mona Lisa. I was gonna say just like the Mona Lisa. Yeah, God, just like, oh, I is this it? Have cared like, about. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. I can't believe. Um, also, as well, <laughs> uh, not. I feel like a, uh, unless you cut out the first segment, kind of ragging on Helen a little bit. Uh, oh no, I'm keeping he- that in. Whenever we go to museums or galleries and things like that, Helen is one of these people that has to fucking read everything. Like, I'm a kind of uh, one and done kind of person. Like, yeah. seen it, right? Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. And, I, but she will yeah. read all the little placards and she'll be like, but luckily, but because of that, I'll actually find out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> she'll be like, that's fair enough. Or, you know, just put in a podcast and let her enjoy her day, I guess. But I once went to the Tate or the Tate Modern, I can't remember, with uh, Mutual and Rory. 
and big booty daddy big booty daddy and we were walking around and there was just a yellow square on a wall and the placard underneath because we were doing the thing where we we're like all right we're going to try and be a bit more cultured we're trying to we'll read the stuff and you could see us slowly just falling into this deep pit of depression and the thing was like can a yellow square be more than just a yellow square and we looked at each other like can we just let's get the fuck out of here and i've I've never looked at art in the same way since. Can a yellow square ever be more than just a yellow square? Yes, and if if not, who cares? <laughs> art really has to be great to impress me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of where, not to dwell too much on it, I, I do get your kind of um, where you're coming from with it. Because you, you could translate exactly what you're saying to film. You know, it's mm. like, does does film, can film have, be more about uh, the subject and more about the sort of like context like I mean trying to think of other smart words <laughs> hyperbole uh, photosynthesis verisimilitude no I'm yeah. I'm um, uh, cut, staunch cut, cut. <laughs> I'm a staunch believer that uh, once a film has been released it's no longer the filmmaker's film it's, it lies mm. in the hands of the audience the same can be said about whatever yeah. insert was that? that your side or my no, side yours. oh yeah you heard that yeah, though yeah yeah what the fuck was that? Whatever uh, <laughs> insert big artist name has done, it's up to the audience to decide what it is they're trying to do, and that's why you can have ten people look at a piece of art and go, and and give ten different opinions. Mm. But yeah. phew, I just don't care, you know. <laughs> uh, so just kind of uh, veering back on to the movie, uh, Speed Demon. It, Talking a little bit about claymation stuff, so uh, did you like that there were a few notable actors that I, popped up? Well, I, I say really actors. enjoyed the two fat dudes on the dirt bike. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, they, awesome. They were like famous fat twins uh, who rode super small motorbikes or something, right? And they, that I was don't know if it, I, I can't. I I'd like to say they're based on somebody, but I can't imagine that they are actually real people. No, no, they, they, they're real people in real life. Like there are two oh, really? famous twins who rode motorbikes that were just super obese, and that was their whole thing. They were like the Siegfried and Roy of overweight motorbiking. I'll be damned. Yeah, and um, as well as that, you had a Steven Spielberg cameo, quote unquote, mm-hmm. like straight up quote unquote. Um, <laughs> you had a Sylvester Stallone thing going on, and a Tina Turner. Yeah. What I did enjoy. And uh, Pee Wee Herman as well. Oh, of course, you had Pee Wee Herman. Uh, speak, speaking of Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> and what I did enjoy about this is that you can have these actors on horseback because he gets chased mm. by the cowboys at a certain point, and he Or you can have two people walking down the street. They don't have to be actors because you're about to claymation something over their head. And so, mm, from, a, I get what from you're saying. a production point of view, it's really it's great. Like, great. Do you want to make twenty bucks and be in a Michael Jackson video? You just have to walk, and yeah. we'll do everything else. That's, that's a really clever production choice. What I didn't like about it was everything else. <laughs> uh, how do you mean? It was complete nonsense. Because at one point, and look, I get it. If I watched this film on mushrooms, I'd love it. But I didn't. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> at one point, he goes into a costume department. He does. And he puts on a bunny rabbit suit and becomes a claymation mm. bunny rabbit. And despite the fact that he's on the run from these people, decides to then pop out some Michael Jackson moves. Wow. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah, bear with that. No, let's, let's continue. What's happening out there? Ooh, actually, that's really yeah, good. That's, that's, yeah, let's, let's keep this in. It's going to be fun to edit for me. All right, so tune in at the end to see how much I included of the uh, road rage. Um, <laughs> speaking of road rage, so Michael Jackson, as a bunny rabbit, is uh, on his way away from all these people. And mm-hmm. this, the movie lost me immediately, had me back, and then lost me again, where he gets to like, the middle of the Nevada desert or something yeah, and takes off the bunny suit, as you would. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, that's the end of this. And then the bunny suit comes to life and Michael Jackson has a dance-off with a claymation bunny. And, like, he gets a no-dancing ticket. Yes, he does. Breaking the law. Boulder to (laughs) give him, like, a, hey, we're still friends. 
Yeah, so and kind of yeah, that rabbit head materializes and gives him a little nod and a wink. At a certain point, you've got to ask yourself, how many people signed off on this? I would like to think that this is um, probably the the fever dream of one person, and then it's just like right. So what's going to happen? Right. Well, we're going to have we're going to try and get Michael Jackson into this scenario of of uh, doing bits and pieces, speed demon, fuck it. He's going to be on a motorbike and then he's going to be followed by all these people that are trying to chase after him because he's Michael Jackson. And then uh, and then he'll just be like, well, what are you going to dress him up as? Oh, fuck it. Uh, Roger Rabbit was fucking cool. Like, why don't we... It, it was like a game of categories where it's like, all right, uh, we've got uh, Fat Twins, Rabbit, Steven Spielberg. All right, put them all into the sentence. Michael Jackson is going to dress as a rabbit to get away from the fat tw- and it's like mm. <sighs> seriously 20 have, million dollars we'll have Sylvester Slane with a jackhammer and then Tina Turner with a stop sign and then and, yeah. and her breasts out I want to say something constructive I also want to say something negative and, but ultimately I have no words yeah I don't think you need them like that, that's the say I don't think I don't think that with music videos and things like that you can have some really fucking awful ones like uh you know like billy squire or uh what was that music video with uh david bowie mick jagger i was literally just thinking about uh that in it's um dancing in the street dancing in the street yeah, yeah. so you could have shite like that have you ever or... watched that without the music oh yeah um, i love that video that's yeah. great <laughs> um but for anyone look for anyone who has listened to this far or has watched the trailer and goes, oh, should I watch Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? It is available for free on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it is. We might, might, might as well just link it. But don't watch it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you kind of, again, so it's kind of had a slight narrative of story and you've had the slight has linking. It? Well, no, what is this thing? It's like you've had the linking from the badder video. Yeah. And, like, you know, they walk out to the lot and then it goes into... The Speed Demon music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is like a domino effect of this leads to this leads to this. I'm not going to fucking call it plot. No, no, no. But uh, there is at least some sort of tenuous link. And Unshian Andalou makes more sense than this. <laughs> but then you go into the Leave Me Alone video, which is kind of just again, just takes sort of like a step right. Where you know this is a kind of like a surreal animated music video, um, where you know it's like all like with tabloids, all you know, sort of interjecting on yeah, uh, yeah, Michael Jackson's yeah. personal life. So uh, some of those being like the um, what the sleep chamber to yeah. give him sexual powers. Yeah, it was and... there was this the bit where there's the newspaper actually that's like oh Diana and uh, Michael Jackson are the same person. I think it might be here. Yeah, it's I, irrelevant. Yeah. It's all. I'm not so too sure because I think it's. Uh, I, I want to because there's so much going on. I want to say it's more about his um, marriage to Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, that's say. right, Elizabeth. Wait, Michael Jackson was married to Elizabeth Taylor. Well, it didn't. He like it was a rumor that he had some like shrine in his fucking house. Devoted okay, to that makes Taylor, more sense so than him being married to Elizabeth Taylor. I think he no. I think he. I think there's a rumor he's like proposed or something. Oh, Elizabeth okay. Taylor. Again, like again, I believe that. I don't believe. I could. I'm happy to be wrong, but I feel like that's something I would have heard about before today. That Michael Jackson married Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Again, all rumors. Um. So there are also no, things that's like a the different band song. Come on, doing Michael Jackson bands. <laughs> Uh, things like the. Did you ever hear about the Elephant Man bones as well? No. You know, see, obviously he's dancing in the cage with the Elephant Man. He tried to yeah. buy the Elephant Man bones. Uh, of course. This also, did. yeah, weird shit. Um, we've obviously got to see his little uh, chimp bubbles as well. He makes a cameo yeah, appearance. Chimp fucking bubbles in handcuffs as well. Yeah, no, it's day and day. And then, uh, <laughs> when you know, I, also... whenever, whenever I see bubbles, I do think of Teeny from uh, The Simpsons, though. Yeah, in the in the video game, um, if you completed the level and you found all the little children, <laughs> um, bubbles would appear and jump on your shoulders, and he would direct you to the big boss. He'd point he'd point you in the right direction. So, so why is he in chains in the video? I don't know. He's uh, Michael Jackson not completed the level, and <laughs> with this, uh, you also get uh, Michael Jackson's other pet, his pet snake, Muscles. 
brilliant. What a, what a fucking weird name for a snake. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, actually, that's all a snake really is. Just... Yeah, if, if anything, you know, it could have gone basic, called it Slithers or something, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... God damn it. It's <laughs> like he watched the Yellow Submarine movie and some Monty Python animations and was just like, yeah. got it, hands together. I like it. Um, so this is one of the things that I was going to say like you know pretty much all of that could have been skipped because this is where the actual when I say uh, quote in quotes movie comes in yeah it does Jesus so Michael Jackson's playing with a load of kids in I assume that's Neverland uh, it is so you kind of uh, it's a bit weird because you see these like fucking three vagrant kids uh, hanging out on top of the roof uh, spying on Michael Jackson uh, so that's uh, Sean, Katie, and Zeke. Yeah. So what the fuck they're doing there? Who knows? Are they vagrant tramp children? Maybe. Uh, but with this, you get to see Michael standing in front of the door, and he notices a falling star. Wink, wink. Remember that for later. Yeah. Um, before he's yeah, ambushed. No, so don't remember it for later because none of it matters. What it <laughs> so this is before he's ambushed by armed gunmen, and they try to shoot him down. Why shooting Mark Jackson? Who knows? But then you have a flashback, and then this is where you're saying, yep, so I believe this might have actually been filmed on uh, Neverland or Neverland Ranch, or whatever the fuck he called yeah. it. Uh, but it's this really weird, slow, dreamlike <laughs> transition into Michael Jackson playing with kids in the meadow in the happier times, we would say. <laughs> yeah. Which, and you know what? It looked like happy times. It looked like just uh, three kids and a little boy who never grew up. Uh, it reminds me of Happy Gilmore's Happy Place. It reminded me of Simple Jack. Yeah, yeah, you get that kind of vibe to it. Yeah, uh, and so he then finds like a secret door. Yeah, because he a... follows the spiders. So, uh, so the dog Skipper runs away, and right. so so Mark and Kate go off looking for him, discover the underground lair for Mister Big. Yeah, Mister Big's fucking baned himself under Neverland <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's been digging for years I guess and is ready to like blow up Neverland Ranch and fucking be Michael Jackson's reckoning and he's wearing sunglasses indoors always he a is. cool move always always cool and he's got the upside down ponytail he has the uh, air quotes great screenwriting trope of saying his own name in full yeah. just so we know what his what was his is. name Craig fucking Give a fuck, Smith. Frankie Ledeo. Yeah, that's it. Frankie Ledeo. Yeah. How hard is that to say? Frankie Ledeo. He's also wearing a pretty cool duster. He is. It, it was a sweet duster. I've got nothing yeah. wrong with the duster. <laughs> pretty sweet duster. And then we... Right. And honestly, I don't want to... I don't think we can dwell on it too much. It then becomes some sort of fever dream where he is on the run and he's hiding down an alley and joe pesci spots him and then he becomes a car yeah so um what so mr big's whole plan is to uh sell drugs to kids you know what i mean so get get them all hooked on uh, hooked on drugs yeah uh, just generic drugs as well well i'm not so, too sure if it's just kids oh he wants the entire population of the world uh addicted to drugs starting with the children uh so also as well, um, did you did you like this sort of reveal as he turned in the glaive and it's all the tarantulas on it? I I gotta say uh, it was a it was a good tarantula reveal. I, I, it was a good, that, pretty good tarantula reveal. But that's one second <laughs> in a ninety minute movie. Yeah, fair. Um, but you're right. Yeah, so you've you've jumped to the point where they've uh, returned to the ambush in front of Michael's apartment. So uh, this is a bit of a weird one, right? All right. So this you don't quite get this. You can hear, you can hear the Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's yeah. all kicking off now. Yeah, I've been talking shit about Nelson Mandela. Um, but let us not forget, Big Swig. He <laughs> did win the Rugby World Cup for South Africa. <laughs> no, that was Matt Damon. One of the things I don't think you quite get in this first bit, and you, you kind of obviously then catch on about these shooting star things, because he noticed the shooting star in the first bit. Yeah. Right. And so when the... Uh, when all the gun firing was happening and shooting Michael Jackson. You kind of then, obviously when they go up to him and the cloud of smoke sort of dissipates and it's just his jacket. You're like, oh wait, how the, how the fuck did he get away? It's like, he did some fucking Matrix shit. Um, but 
if you read the script part of it, there was actually, a script. Yeah, there was. Um, Markle actually whisked on the falling star to escape the gunfire, but then you're like, but the the shooting star went way ahead before the gunfires. So how would he have wished? Uh, you know, just randomly be like, oh, I'm just stepping out of my apartment. Oh, I don't. I, I wish I could escape all this uh, like machine gun fire, which hasn't happened yet. So it's a bit <laughs> like. It, it, I wish to escape any machine gun fire that may befall me at any point in the future. No reason. <laughs> yeah, um, but this is what I mean. Major I plot how, hole. How many people needed to sign off on this project? Or how many people in the room? Because it's Michael Jackson. Going, it's, my, it, it's, uh, it's Michael Jackson's movie. He fucking he, he wrote the movie, paid for the movie. You didn't fucking what Michael Jackson wants. <laughs> But at the same time, someone was there. <laughs> no, no one signs off apart from fucking Bubbles the fucking monkey. <laughs> Even Bubbles would have been there like, nah, I don't get this. Hold on, Michael. Let me, I got, I got some monkey questions for you. Okay? <laughs> um, how do you sign off and go, yeah, Michael, that makes perfect sense without... Because the yes men, just oh, like, goodness. yes, Michael. Fucking... Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci <laughs> signed off on the script at a certain point. He read it and went, yep. Yeah, so wait, well, so Michael Jackson, biggest pop star ever, wants me to be in this fucking movie and is going to pay me to do it. Mm, yeah, yep. you're right. Actually, Joe Pesci gets an absolute pass because take any motherfucker's money if they're giving it away. But, yeah, hundred percent. But someone, someone, I just, I, and I don't even want to know that they succeeded because they obviously didn't, and I don't even want to know how hard they fought. But someone, I just need to know that someone was there and went question mark because question mark. <laughs> Yeah, there's but, a quite a few question marks. Uh, he, yeah, he, he, they're all they trap him. Like he's hiding down an alleyway, and Joe Pesci is just like, "Hey, for some reason, I know he's down this alleyway. Give me your flashlight." Yeah. So he <laughs> he knows that Michael Jackson's down an alleyway, and he's like, "Give me that to one of his goons." Yeah. And I was like, "Ah, oh, he's gonna start blasting." <laughs> Grabs a flashlight. If you know he's there, grab the toy. Well, he's kind of like hidden away in a like corner of the alley, isn't he? But he still knows guaranteed that he's there. He's 100% certain. But he doesn't need to get his hands dirty. That's why he's got the fucking military arm of his fucking organisation there. He looked right. like Cobra from fucking G.I. Joe. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so... um, okay, alright, fine. And, and look, yeah, just to fucking cut a long story short, Michael Jackson turns into a car. Yeah, do you know what car? Let me guess, he saw a fucking shooting star again, or he broke a chicken bone. Fucking, uh, he did see a fucking It was star. 11 minutes past 11, and he made a wish. Uh, he pulled out an eyelash and blew that away whilst making a wish, and god damn it, he turned into a car. Yeah, so he turned into a Lancia Stratos Zero sports car. If he turns into a DeLorean, better movie. Or he turned into Caitlyn Jenner, like fucking <laughs> speeding through. Wow. <laughs> Running over all those fucking people, Jesus. or Matthew Broderick. Or, or if you Matthew want to Broderick, I knew that was coming. Yeah, next. we could turn. We could say Matthew Broderick. I went with Caitlyn Jenner. Or that guy outside the front of your flat. <laughs> or that guy outside the fucking yeah. Um, so with that, Michael is then pursued throughout the city streets until he loses the henchmen. Meanwhile, the children scout out Club Thirties. Clubs eighteen to thirty. <laughs> um, no, it's because where... set in the nineteen thirties, man. Come on. Oh, oh yeah good shout actually how right, did so, you not get that one alright club fair yeah alright okay cool sorry was, uh, I was asleep at the wheel on this one um, <laughs> just like uh, that guy outside the front of your flat I don't know man I don't know fucking, fucking kicking off like sirens galore um, when uh, Michael's apparently told these kids to meet him there uh, but they only find an abandoned nightclub yeah because you you've got to do the secret knock or wish on a star or click your heels three times yeah, or some so, shit What's the password? Oh, gee. <laughs> um, but look, they get inside mm-hmm. and they do a smooth criminal bit. You know, mm. he's in the white suit. He he does the lean, which we all love from Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> yeah, Alien. Well, that bit that Alien Ant Farm do, yeah. Yeah, that Alien Ant Farm invented smooth criminal and then Michael Jackson travelled back in time, made a wish to travel back in time no. to copy it. Do you know how they do that? That lean. They so, t- wait. They put them on a platform. They tilt the world. Like the the human stays, but they move the. No, no. Oh, okay, so, I thought it was like a cool set design thing. That's it is actually. It is. It's like a. It's part of the set. But what you um. It's actually painted. 
uh, painted uh, piece of tech, and I say tech, it's not like in any way technology based. Um, so all it is, it's like a special hook in the shoe, and there will be like holes in the floor essentially, yeah. and you just go and step on it, hook your shoe in, and it allows you to lean. Now, obviously, then when they're doing this on stage in live concerts, that's how they do it. So there's sure. no wires or anything like that. Actually, do lean into it. There's a fucking awesome YouTube video of one of the backup dancers not hooking his foot into it. Brilliant. So as it's just in the background, just literally face planting Bam. on. <laughs> How long was it before you realised it was called Smooth Criminal and not any of you okay? Uh, I think I always knew. I, you know, again, I'm, I'm a bit younger than you. And you I, I'm less interested in music than you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for years I just thought it was called Annie. You okay? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Big lays siege to the club and kidnaps Katie. Michael follows him back to Mr. Big's lair and ends up surrounded by his henchmen. Mr. Big appears and taunts Michael by threatening to inject Katie with highly addictive narcotics. Again, we're just saying narcotics. We're not even saying heroin, coke. A- I always assumed it was smack. Yeah, I always thought yeah. it was the, the golden brown. Yeah, you assume it's that, but they don't have yeah. the balls in this PG-rated music video <laughs> to say it. And if there's anyone that's going to say things in a PG-rated movie that he shouldn't do, it's Joe Pesci. Yeah, absolute cowards. Uh, so, apparently, uh, or Katie managed to wriggle free. I've, does she bite him? Probably. Uh, Mr. Big Sen decides he's had enough and orders his men to kill Katie before finishing off Michael before uh not before another Stop talking about this it's like like it's a regular movie stop <laughs> acting like this is a plot point this is just a uh, excuse to lead up to mecca jackson this is it it turns into fucking uh the megazords yeah like, it really does uh, it does uh so yeah so michael now transforms into a fucking giant robot <laughs> that's it and- he turns into mecca streisand or the lawnmower man sort of and it's it's just crazy it is fucking weird because he kill he, he does actually kill the soldiers as well he's firing fucking rockets yeah. shooting fucking lasers screaming as well which blows up people's faces yeah and you're like fucking all right cool i mean I'm, this is what i'm talking about if this, this is was all, the all right, whole let's movie, go. and again like if the plot was just a fucking alien from the planet jackson saw yeah. this video <laughs> and was like oh we need to save our brethren or something and mm. they sent down a transformer and that was the thing he sees at the beginning that was a shooting star but actually it was like a secret Transformer Megazord thing better movie but as it stands he's just getting you know he's finding the fucking four leaf clover and saving the day I'm running out of things to make a wish on well obviously with that he uh, being a robot's not enough so he turns into a fucking spaceship and Uh, of course. Uh, with this, uh, Mr. Big gets into a large hill-sighted mounted energy cannon. Sure. Why not? Uh, and fires on the spaceship, knocking into a nearby ravine. Now, it looks like he's destroyed Michael Jackson slash spaceship here. Yeah. But I don't think he's done that much damage because uh, he then locks on to the children. Well, that, but um, that, you've got to remember that Michael Jackson at this point found a rabbit's foot. And, <laughs> okay, I'm officially out. Um <laughs> And uh, this is when you're in. This is when <laughs> this is when you should be all in on the movie. Uh, no, no, this is, I'm out of things to make a wish on. Oh, fair enough. All right. So uh, this is when the spaceship now returns, or spaceship slash Michael Jackson uh, returns from the ravine and fires a beam into the cannon, uh, killing Mister Big inside. Uh, the children watch the ship fly into the night sky with a shower of light. Yeah. So. I just want to talk quickly about how this is all filmed as well because obviously we talked yeah. about the kind of dream sequence that looked like a lifetime movie from the 90s. Mm. Uh we want uh, we talked about the opening which is a music video which is almost like uh Windows 95 graphics. <laughs> but then we've got the kind of core I'm, son of a bitch I almost said story. Um <laughs> the core segment which mm. almost looks like a mix between Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Yeah, and the what's the blood opera called? Um, Repo, the genetic Repo. opera. <laughs> okay, um, so this is pretty much the end of the movie. Um, so yeah, uh, they return to Club Thirties, and uh, Club Thirties transforms into a backstage area of a concert. And this is when they get together and they do a cover. Do of they do they the get together or do they do they come together? 
they come together right now over me. Over me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. Come together is it, no? come come together is one of my favorite Beatles songs, and so yeah, it's a good tune. You know, and then he's he's in the pretty dope looking yellow shirt. I was okay with that. Um, yeah. He does a really good cover of it, but this isn't this is the, the thing. Movie. Is it a cover if he owns the song now? Yeah, absolutely. It's a cover if he owns the song for sure. Yeah. He doesn't have to pay on royalties, I don't think. No, but it's still a cover. Like he wouldn't be like, <laughs> oh, Michael Jackson's bought. Michael Jackson definitely wrote uh, fucking. <laughs> something yeah he's 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 crossed out john lennon's name and just put <laughs> michael jackson <laughs> yeah i liked the come together scene i liked i like the song i mm. like his rendition of it i like all of that stuff but this isn't a movie this isn't a no, film it's not. this isn't a story <laughs> it's not a plot it's not nev- it's nothing it's batshit bonkers it's not a guilty pleasure whoever recommended this for shame yeah it's um so one of the things that i would say like which i was saying to you as well it's like if i was to tell you what happens in this movie on paper you'd think i was a just fucking nuts because i'd be like right it's uh you know in a in a way apart from all the like sort of backlog and the biography shit it's like right so it's the it starts off as the bad video, but they're all kids, and then they walk into some smoke, and then Michael Jackson turns into a bunny, and then there's like, but it's all like claymation, and then uh, for some reason he's now a, a giant uh, breaking through a theme park, and then it flashes back to him being shot outside his apartment, and he's because he's discovered that there's a uh, a plot to get all these kids addicted onto drugs but it's okay because he turns into a car and then he <laughs> and then later on after uh, dancing in a ghost club he turns into a fucking robot and then a spaceship and then ends it up with a concert you'd be like you know uh, what if what? you told me all of that <laughs> mm. I'd be okay with it but the fact but that's what happens <laughs> no that is what happens but it's also surrounded by all of this other bullshit like the self-aggrandizing yeah. music videos at the start and just just it was boring that's the main thing I was oh, so yeah. bored and like look, eventually we're going to do Purple Rain okay and eventually eventually <laughs> We're going to do Purple Rain. And we're going to get through all the movies in the world, so eventually, some, at some point, we'll get to Purple that's Rain. That's it. Once we've done Repo the Genetic Opera, then we'll do Purple Rain. Right. And that has a plot and actions that have consequence and B stories and subplots mm. and side plots and in and around Prince being arguably the greatest musician of all time. You can quote me on that. Um, whereas this it was just it was like someone grabbed all of these great ideas and Mm. did that thing with cars where you like uh, waterfall them together yeah and when is that a good order I don't know fuck it Uh, so final thoughts final thoughts are this is not a film Um, (laughs) the music is great and anyone who said otherwise is wrong yeah but uh, ultimately it just it needed it needed a storyteller telling the story and not someone that fucking sang ABC. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, That's it. it. I, again, it, nothing against Michael Jackson. He's not a storyteller. No, uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, uh, anthology is the only way you could really describe some of this, um, any kind of thinking that they, there is such a small tenuous link maybe between a small segments, but not the overall arching of, of this. Um, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a it's a movie, but it's not a film. It's not a film. It's not a movie. Yeah. It's a music uh, video. It's not a guilty pleasure. Uh, watch it once just to kind of, you know what? Take some mushrooms. Really enjoy <laughs> it. But don't watch it sober like I did. No, that's fair enough point. Uh, do you want to give the plugs? Yeah, we have been Adam Curry's Guilty Pleasure Cinema. This has been our Moonwalker episode. We have one episode left of the Listener Request Month. Uh, you that's can... a Event Horizon. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking very forward to that. Is that, is that uh, P.T. Anderson? No, not P.T. Anderson. Uh, the other Anderson. Not Wes Anderson. The other Anderson. Yeah, the other Anderson. I... Shit, I can't remember which... Paul Wes Anderson? Paul Wes... It's Wes, Thomas, Paul, Howie, Roberts... Um, <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, all other major streaming apps. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Adam McRae's Guilty Pleasure Cinema. Uh, we are on Patreon, but at this point, still nothing. Uh, 
and we will see you next week. Thank you for enduring this podcast. It's, it's this one's been tough. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have a lot of editing to do for this one. Absolutely. Speak to you next week, buddy. See you next week. All right, see you, mate. Bye. We are watching a movie that we are talking about. So sit back and relax, and it's time to talk about it. Talk about it. Maybe get some popcorn or maybe some snacks because we are watching a movie that we're gonna be a talking about. Hundred percent black and white Michael Jackson. Yes, uh, oh, there it is. New, hey, new game. Slip in as many Michael Jackson puns. You've got <laughs> one. I think I can beat it. It is movie talk time.